Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Facts versus Rhetoric. Something I've been kicking around is really thinking about the lies that we are being told. So most of us, I think, fall into two groups. Those who believe what the mainstream media tells them, whether it's politically slanted slightly to one side to appear different, right? Think of Fox versus MSNBC. 90% of their content is in lockstep with one another, but there is a small portion of content that is allowed to be politically different to appear adversarial. Different content, maybe on abortion or Supreme Court issues or the trans issues, that's allowed. But COVID lockdowns, mask mandates, vaccine mandates, the safe and effective narrative, the war in Ukraine, all mainstream media is in lockstep with those narratives. So there's the mainstream media version of the news and there's that alternative news media outlet version of the news. Now, the alternative media appeals to the people who think and know in their heart of hearts that the mainstream media is lying about mostly everything. And they believe it's narrative control. It's manufacturing consent of the public so they are able to do what they want. The mainstream media people think that the alternative media people are just a bunch of conspiracy theorists and they quickly dismiss any alternative opinion because they were told to. The alternative media points out the glaring contradictions in the narrative of the mainstream media. So we have two groups which seem to make up the majority of people in this country who either think they're being told the truth or that they're being lied to. I quickly ended up in the alternative media group because when I used the facts gathered by the mainstream media and tried to form an understanding of the topics, I was met with so many contradictions I, I couldn't continue. And one thing that became clear to me and many others was hey, we were being lied to. And another thing that became clear to me is, is that everything should be on the table until proven otherwise. Using history as a reminder that anything is possible in the mind of man. The famous Nazi propaganda anecdote of the, well, the more fantastic the lie, the more people will believe it. Because to consider someone would make something like that up, well, that would never happen. And that's the, the cognitive dissidence we've talked about repeatedly on this podcast. Most people's default is, I would never do that, so it's inconceivable that someone else would do that. Also, that line of thinking assumes the people you're giving this benefit of the doubt to are normal, sane people like yourself. However, bad people do exist. Psychopaths, sociopaths, narcissists, criminals, they all walk among us, and some of them are actually pretty good at hiding it, especially when we give them the benefit of the doubt from the very beginning. So keep in mind that people are capable of anything and bad people, you know, can rise to power of positions. Everything should be on the table. In fact, the more influence someone has, the more power someone has, the more scrutiny they should be put under. It's that, that, that is just best practices. History is littered with example after example of what happens when power goes unchecked by the people it's supposed to be helping. The welfare of humanity is always the alibi of the tyrants. Back to the liars and their critics, the two main groups of information dissemination to the masses. I've been thinking a lot about if the fact that the mainstream media is lying to us, well, then that raises a bunch of other questions that I don't think are being talked about 
in the alternative media outlets. So think about this. The, the alternative media is telling you that they are lying about this and about that. They give information to support their claims, which you love because it validates that feeling you had that deep down that you were being lied to. Okay, then what? Here's where I got stuck. Then what? Other than having an I told you so moment, what have you really got? Confirmation you were lied to? That's it. And you already knew that. So the motive behind the lies is still left up to your imagination. People don't seem to be eager to crack that nut because they've already got their victory for their side. I told you they were lying. I told you they were lying to us. Right? The people who defended the liars and made excuses for them, I mean, those people are so dug into their positions, they're going to die on that hill. Right? No one is willing to consider the glaring contradictions in their own gathered facts. No debate, no compromise equals only conflict. Okay, so what progress did we make? None. If you think about it, the fact that we fought so hard for the truth and fought so hard against censorship and fought so hard for people's medical freedom and on and on and on. Being on the side that was fighting for those things, what, what, did, what, what did that get us? Who, who are we even fighting against? The only thing I can think of that we won was, well, we slowed down the progression of that perceived unjust things being levied on the citizens by who we don't know. We didn't get anyone to take accountability. We didn't get anyone to apologize. We got no one to promise to never do that again. And there's been a weird thing that's been preventing me from having like the I told you so episode of all the lies we were trying to point out to people that still believe it to this day. Like I had to resist the urge to record that episode because what the fuck is the point? And I had this realization a few episodes ago when we were talking about the debate and why won't people debate and the people who've been telling us what to do are afraid to debate. It's fucking pointless. The debate is pointless. It's theater. I would crush anyone in a debate on the safe and effective narrative. Who gives a shit? Who cares? What would I win? Nothing. Because we all already lost. Just because I'm not at a higher risk of dying suddenly... My friends and family are. All around me, people are dropping like flies from heart attacks, turbo cancers, mysterious, unknown causes of death. So what's the point of suggesting that, hey, maybe that mystery poison that you injected into your bloodstream multiple times is most likely to blame? People on both sides never acknowledged the other side's facts. And they never threw out their side's contradictions. Because if we did that, then both groups would have demonstrated a willingness to seek and find the truth. The groups would have worked together, collaborated in good faith because, hey, the truth was the main objective. Instead of not being proven wrong by your mortal enemy who thinks differently than you, the more I drill down into the actual truth-seeking, the more I realize that's not what most of us are doing. So that begs the question, do we really want it? Because it doesn't feel like we do. We're swept up in the theater of debate, but not actually having the real debate. We're swept up in the theater of the lies, but we never ask, why would they lie to us? Who are they? What, what's their goal? The division created by the groups is preventing the progress towards the truth. 
So while we're spinning our wheels, the important questions are not getting asked. Walk with me here and, and just be open to the contradictions pointed out and the resulting questions that should arise. So let me give you an example of how this theater works and prevents us from seeing what's right in front of our faces. So the mainstream media tells us, hey, COVID came from a wet market in Wuhan. That was the original government-approved narrative blasted on high by every fucking mainstream media outlet for years and years. Okay, the alternative media, it probably came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, you know, that level four bio lab working with bat coronaviruses. It's a government cover-up because, you know, we were funding the research and we weren't supposed to be doing it, blah, 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 blah. We created this mess, blah, blah, blah. They won't admit it, blah, 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 blah. And to those of us who know that the government lies, well, that made sense. Okay, we have the two narratives from the two groups of people, right? The believers of the mainstream media have their wet market origin story. I mean, say, it sounds plausible. I mean, we all joke about what we're really eating when we order Chinese food. So having some raw bat at a wet market isn't too far-fetched. But the contradiction with this narrative is this is not how virology works. Right, let's talk it out. They're saying a virus jumped from a dead bat to a human. Okay, I mean, that could happen. Someone could definitely get sick from a, a dead raw bat. But is it a virus? Unlikely, but not impossible. Okay, so that's on the table. But then we are to believe that this virus instantly mutated to all of a sudden being super, super highly transmissible from human to human. We have to remember, we started with a bat to a human transmission. And now in a blink of an eye, the speed of science, we are suddenly dealing with a highly transmissible virus that jumps from human to human. That is not how virology works. So we must acknowledge that contradiction and throw out that narrative. Sorry, mainstream media believers, you were lied to. The non-believers with a skeptical disposition who are open to questioning what they are told, are not buying the wet market narrative. It doesn't make any sense. That's further reinforced when any talk about a lab leak is censored. Well, they'd only censor it if it was true. It's a freaking bioweapon that escaped from a lab, you know, either by accident or on purpose. So let's explore the contradictions in both of those scenarios. If it was accidental, right, if it just released from a lab, of bioweapons that we've been working with since the 60s, then we would have had a good idea of what we were dealing with. We wouldn't have spent three years tripping over ourselves. Jeez, is it on our groceries? Is it airborne? Is it an aerosol? Is it spit particles? We would have known exactly what it was and how it spreads. So even if we lied about the accidental release, you know, to save face, the complete baffling mystery of what we're dealing with that does not jive with the accidental bioweapon release story. And then you have the other side of that coin. Well, it was on purpose. Well, the contradiction with that is a diabolical genius who will benefit from the release of a secret gain-of-function coronavirus bioweapon is going to release it outside a lab that works with such weapons? What sense does that make? If I was going to release a highly transmissible virus as a bioweapon, and I was half serious about trying to get away with it, I don't know, I might choose rural Kentucky as ground zero for the release, not across the street from the lab which deals in such viruses. Because 
We have the receipts. Taxpayer money in the form of government grants flowing from the NIH to Ralph Barrick at UNC Chapel Hill to Peter Daszak at EcoHealth Alliance to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. We know all that. So we're going to release a bioweapon on purpose in the same people who were very carefully trying to cover their tracks of where the money's coming from and where it ended up. Those same people who have a vested interest in not getting caught for this, that w- they're going to get lazy on that one last final detail and just leave the window open at the Wuhan Institute of Virology with all of their fingerprints all over this thing. Sorry, alternative non-believers. You were lied to as well. Nick, what's your point? Well, my point is nothing we are being told seems to be the truth. Nothing we are told is without contradictions. So this has been bothering me because no matter what I do, I cannot get my facts to line up to form an understanding. This is where being open to everything is necessary. I challenge you to have an open mind with where we're going to go here. Remember, as soon as you spot a contradiction then you can throw out the possibility. So really, the crazier you think something may be, then the easier it should be to spot the contradiction and dismiss it. And just keep in mind, nothing is beneath you. We have established the theater. We've established the lies. We've established the goal of division to prevent the progress towards the truth. And when I look at the accomplishments of whoever is pulling the strings here, It seems to me they understand how the human mind works. How to leverage psychology against the minds of man. History has provided countless examples of how to control populations. Many of my episodes have centered around psychology when trying to drill down into what the hell happened. What happened to otherwise smart people who did very, very dumb things? We covered mass formation psychosis, A very effective tactic to control people through fear. Scare the shit out of people. Create massive amounts of collective anxiety. Let that simmer to a boil. And then offer those desperate fucking people a place to park their anxiety in a nice narrative that makes them feel safe and at the same time virtuous. The byproduct of that is those people will now do your bidding. They become your enforcers. They feel like the good guys in the battle with evil. And when in a battle between good and evil, the good guys are permitted to do anything to defeat evil. If your neighbor is no longer a friend who happens to think differently than you, and they are now an evil person threatening you and your family's safety by their mere existence and refusal to do what is right for the greater good, well, now it's totally okay to treat them like a piece of shit. Turn them into the authorities, banish them from your community, etc. I have never used or heard the term PSYOP so much in my life. Our government has been doing it since the end of World War II. Like, admittedly, they told us they were doing it. It started as a way to keep communism from taking over the world. Keep the spread of the Soviet, Japanese, and German influence at bay. It turns out it's a very lucrative business model that relies on threats of communism to justify the price tag. We covered the CIA using media sources on TV, radio, newspapers, magazines to promote narratives beneficial to keeping the funding going. Operation Mockingbird was revealed during the church hearings. We covered it. They admitted they were doing it and promised us they would stop. So the people who lie for a living said that they would stop lying to us now that they got caught. 
and we're just supposed to believe him. It feels to me this is an information battle. He who tells stories controls society. If we believe the liars will lie because they are morally bankrupt, let's then also consider the fact that they are really good at it. The next level of this that we need to consider is, what if they are so good at lying? What if they are so good at knowing how we will react? What if they are so good that they can predict people's behavior and use their leverages of narratives to help it along? If they're so good at this, is it realistic to consider they could have manufactured both sides for the believers and the non-believers? And the game is to keep them fighting. The game is to keep both sides fighting while at the same time making them both feel that they were right. Keeping both sides validated. Keep them in the game. Give each side a win here and there to keep it going. The goal is to never let them come together and compare notes and actually have a fucking conversation and realize that, hey, nothing makes sense. I mean, isn't that what we just witnessed? Thank you for calling the mainstream media tip line. What can we broadcast for you? Uh, <clears throat> COVID-19 came from a wet market. All right, you got it. We'll get right on it. Thanks for calling the mainstream media. Excuse me, sir. We're seeing increased internet chatter about people questioning the origins of COVID. Censor all lab leak conversations. Right away, sir. Sir, we're seeing increased internet chatter about censorship and the First Amendment, government collusion with private businesses. The lawsuits have started. Discovery is being granted in these court cases. Sir, we can't keep this narrative together for much longer. Thank you, Private. Get me an outside line. I have a call to make. Thank you for calling the alternative media narrative tip line. We know the mainstream media is lying. What can we broadcast for you? Lab leak is on the table. The New York Times, FBI, CIA have validated and confirmed the lab leak. You got it. Thanks for calling. Those censored, marginalized, dismissed patriots will be so relieved to know that they were right. What I'm wondering, did the alternative media just get played? They started out with, I don't believe what the CIA, FBI, New York Times is telling us. They're lying and they can't be trusted. Then when the CIA, FBI, New York Times tells us something we agree with, we're like, see, I told you so. That shit came from a lab. How do you know that? Well, because the CIA, FBI, New York Times just told us it did. The people who believed with every fiber of their being that these three-letter agencies and the mainstream media were lying to us about the origins are now quoting the liars as proof that they were right. Can you see the lunacy in that? The liars confirmed the first lie was, in fact, a lie, but now they're telling you the truth. I've pointed out the following reminder before. The government has lied to us about aluminum, GMOs, talcum, cigarettes, sugar, asbestos, mercury fillings, opioids, lead in the paint, fluoride in the drinking water, saturated fats, raw milk, pesticides, glyphosate, artificial sweeteners, aspartame, just to name a few. But now they're telling us the truth about the wet market origins of COVID-19. Okay, so that should drive home the point that lying is possible. It's been done before in the past, probably still going on today. And the lies that the government tells hurt people. And they're fine with it. They don't give a shit. But here's the aha moment I had. But we, we also need to apply that to the government confirmation of the lab leak. The government has lied to us about aluminum GMOs, talcum, cigarettes, sugar, asbestos, mercury fillings, opioids, lead in the paint, fluoride in the drinking water, saturated fats, raw milk, pesticides, glyphosate, artificial sweeteners, and aspartame, to name a few. But now they're telling us the truth of the origins of COVID-19 is a lab leak. So just because the updated government lie confirms what we thought all along doesn't mean it's credible. And we shouldn't just take it at face value. 
Furthermore, it continues to mask the fact that your entire lab leak hypothesis still remains unsupported. We are talking about designer manipulation, as David Icke puts it, whereby you give the alternative media endless little cul-de-sacs to go into. But as we learned from the burbs, the danger of cul-de-sacs is only one way in and one way out. You are unable to progress to the truth because you're driving in circles. The lab leak cul-de-sac was designed for the non-believers. They all drove down there, found validation from the people who they knew were lying, and they just drove back out the way they came in, content in having falsely been proven right. To them, lab leak is settled on to the next thing. What's hitting me is it wasn't settled, was it? Which leads me to question if the alternative media that gives us that skepticism that gives us skeptics some validation, some wins, is there by design. It's a loud opposition. We will let you operate in this predetermined space and we'll even let you make your money. After all, you are helping pump a counter narrative that we want out there anyway. And then you get to make it look like it's alternative. If you have a belief system that is unmovable, then you will never uncover what is going on. If there are self-imposed roadblocks preventing you from searching further than allowed, you'll never be able to seek the truth. Where did COVID come from? We don't know. So the lesson here today, folks, do not confuse alternative rhetoric for a fact.